0: I I, uh, I just want to say that I feel like a piece of shit for saying I don't believe it now because I don't know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Oh. I didn't even think of that. Oh, my God. You didn't Jordan. know... <laughs> Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, episode 19, the official podcast of Well Played. I'm Zach. I'm here with Kieran. Hey. Jordan. Hello. And our very special guest host, Kat, from Player Mowdy. Two. Uh, how are we all doing on this Tuesday night?
0: Well, I'm uh, no longer soaked and cold, so I'm happy ish
1: that's yeah that's good
2: i was never soaked in cold today so
3: yeah me neither
1: well looks like you're outnumbered <laughs> <Jordan>. <laughs> i am
0: yeah Well, can i just point out i'm so proud of you zach for not screwing off the intro this week thank you
1: that was actually pretty good too yeah nailed it yeah first go first go uh what have you all been up to the past week since we last spoke uh, I mean, I edited the last
2: podcast if that counts. Nice. I listened to it, so that's what I've been up to. Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, this is uh,
1: very insightful. I'm glad we're all very busy. I didn't
3: have anything to contribute because I haven't done anything.
1: Nothing at all. Mm, nah. Nice. <laughs> uh, we just get the, the really the interesting guests. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went. I went to Tasmania. Very exciting. Back to nice. my homeland for the weekend. Uh, and while I was down there, I remembered that Tasmania has the best meat pies. Yeah, boy.
3: Uh, Ew, do cool. they smell like armpits? Uh,
2: I no, they I... smell different to the people of Tasmania, funnily enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I shower. Um, they're called national pies. Uh, Kieran, have you boy. had them? Yeah, yeah, I I've figured a that you did. Pie. Um, has anybody else had a national pie? No,
3: I've had the pies near Byron Bay. Like, when you do the drive to Byron Bay, there's a really good pie shop. I, I,
0: I know what you're talking about. That's a pretty I good don't know pie shop. So, you're mm. talking
2: about like actual good pies, not just like Tasmania's like, equivalent to Mrs. Pies. Max. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
1: oh. Uh, these are proper, like proper pies, like good pies. That's that the slogan from a shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, you should try them. There, I think you can get you can get them at Woolworths because I actually bought some on Sunday night. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was because I saw them, and I remember seeing them here in Victoria a couple of years ago, and then I go without seeing them again because uh, they're mm. in a different spot. They're sort of. In the you know, Tasmania
2: all- section? Ha
1: ha ha, actually. Right. Like, no. Um, International food section. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> nice. Um, no, they're in like a little, um, you know, when you go like near the, the bakery section and there's like the breads and stuff uh, and there's, yeah. that, there's that little like uh, fridge thing that's got like, yeah, things in it. Uh, of course, it's got things in it. Awesome. But, um, <laughs> I'm glad that the fridge has things in it. <laughs> <laughs> like baked wow. goods and stuff, you know, like like cakes and stuff. Yes. And there's yeah, always yeah, like, yeah. you know, the pre-made pizzas and stuff as well, but not yeah, like yeah, um, yeah. McCain's. Yes, yeah, the, they're in there. And I always forget that, that that they're in there. And then when I went back down to Tassie, I remember that they existed anyway. And I bought some and they were lovely. They are nice. delicious. I had them for dinner tonight. But Sick. also, I want to mention that I think you all might have seen Um, but I was getting an Uber so the trains were playing up in Melbourne and I was getting an Uber on Friday to go to the train station to go to the airport and the Uber driver asked me why I wasn't driving to Tasmania he (laughs) genuinely thought there was a road to Tasmania Mm. Uh, but there is no road Um, if you you did think that there was, was a road uh, unfortunately. Nice. N- I'm not sure if it'd be a good drive, though. It'd be fucking boring. Though well, I guess if you drove over the ocean. Yeah, it'd be wet. Well, where else are you going to drive? I don't know, in the sky. We, <laughs> that's my, over like, the ocean? The With
2: my <laughs> jet car? <laughs> 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 Driving the, in the sky wouldn't be boring? 50. What's that? Driving in the sky wouldn't be boring. I think yeah, of more than would, planes you could wave boring. Too. Anyway, let's <laughs> move on. So... <laughs>
0: Look, I just want to point out, though, driving in the sky would still be driving over the ocean.
3: Yes.
1: Thank you. How do you reckon you'd police that, driving in the sky? Like, air police, I guess. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what, like, air traffic control stuff is for. That'd be a mess, wouldn't it? Because, like, like, in a future world where there's
2: air cars, are there lanes? I feel like they would be self-driving. Ready? I like
0: the idea that the air cars are not hover cars <laughs> or flying cars. <laughs> <laughs>
4: air cars. Air cars. <laughs> uh,
2: that could, that's going to be... The new, it's, the new, it's, when, it's when Disney starts crossing over their franchises again yeah. and it's Air Buds <laughs> meets Cars. <laughs> I love Air Buds. It's just Cars playing basketball. I cry in Air Bud all
1: the time. Really? I didn't watch that. Yeah, it's that, that, that scene when, when he has to let him go and he leaves him on that island or something. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me cry. Damn. Yeah, I know. I'm sensitive. About there, bud. Um, let's move on to what we've been playing. Uh, Kat, you can go first as our special guest. Hopefully you've... I mean, you said you've done nothing in the past week, so hopefully oh, you've played no, something. Can, can I take a guess stuff. on what you've been playing?
3: Uh, you'd be, You'd be wrong.
0: I was going to say a horror game, but okay
3: no no i haven't been playing any horror games um i've actually been playing two games so i've been playing control
1: yeah
3: and i've been playing gears 5
1: so Ooh. I've,
3: yeah i've uh i haven't played gears since it was like on xbox 360 i want to say because mm. i just had like a random one that i bought from a cash converters or whatever and so i can't even remember what one it was but um
1: it's like that three one or little... something
3: yeah, it would have been like two or three, I think. But, um, yeah, so having a PC now has really helped me play heaps of Xbox games. So I'm hoping to get into that. But Control has just absolutely... Um, yeah, it's really sucked me in.
2: Yeah. How it's good?
3: So, it's so good. I'm about halfway through, so oh. hopefully I'll finish up. Hopefully this week, if I've got some time. But nice. It's really good.
1: <clears throat> Uh, but you still, oh no, no, no! We uh, had that conversation. You had... you haven't played Quantum Break, but you... so no, you... no, not yet. You should uh, after you play Control.
3: Yeah, I'll look into that because I've heard Stop that Ellen Week is really good as well. <laughs> or Is that the same game? What's that? Sorry. Just scrap that! Don't worry.
0: <laughs> I'm <am laughs> absolutely <laughs> going to highlight that in post. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was I was too busy being hurt from Kieran's little snigger.
2: <laughs> no, I, no I
3: asked if Alan Wake and Quantum Break are the same oh.
2: game. Ah, oh. no, you'd think so. No, they, they sound, sound the same.
3: same. They sound the same.
1: <laughs> both good games, though.
3: Yeah. Well, they're both by Remedy, aren't they? So correct. Mm. Yeah, I like their style. So Control definitely needs to be on a PC or next-gen console, not. On Xbox or PS4.
0: Yeah, I've heard that the physics kind of wreak havoc on the current consoles. It's horrible. This control, on hate PC. To play it on console. It is on PC. Huh. Yeah,
3: um, no, I'm hmm. playing it on PC. I'd hate to play it on console.
0: Yeah, okay. so if if you ask yeah. if you ask the impurist, it's not on PC yet. What?
3: Because
0: it's only on the Epic Store.
1: <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, and Gears 5, you loving Gears 5? Are you playing that by yourself or with Ned?
3: I'm just playing it by myself at the moment. I'm trying to get my Microsoft Store to even let me log in cuz it's on beta still, so I think maybe it's having issues with that. I don't is
1: know. It, is it a co-op game? It is, yeah. yes. Yeah. Free player co-op. Yeah. I could so, remember.
3: remember. Um, he's just going through all the tutorials and stuff at the moment, so I think I'm 5 5 missions in or something.
1: Nice. Are you liking it?
3: Yeah, it's really cool. It's um just a lot of shooting fun, so I can't complain.
1: Nice. You know Don't what know else is heaps of shooting fun? Don't
3: even
1: say it. Homefront. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jordan, what have you been playing? Uh, More I Monster been,
0: uh, uh, No, that's taken a little bit of a break, uh, but I will get... You? I will get back into it. Well, I've had some other things to play in the meantime, uh, but I will get back into it probably after this so I can finish off my monster guide. Um, but I've been playing Link's Awakening for a review, hmm. and that has been pretty good. And then I also actually just last night finished Gears 5.
4: Hmm.
1: So, actually, no, we'll come back to that. I'll ask you that question a bit later um is that all you've been just just those two uh and I started Fire Emblem last night The new one yes and you, what you thought so far is was Dylan right in his uh critique
0: uh I'm not so I'm not sure I haven't really played that much but I chose to align with the character that had the nicest hair so I'm so, happy right now nice.
1: very nice it's the only way to do uh, it. Exactly. Kieran. Hello. What have you, what have, what have you been playing? Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, uh... I, no. Homefront? No, sorry. I, um... I've been playing... I've been playing a lot this... Well, not a lot, but I've, I've been playing a lot this week. Um, I... Still playing Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. They, um... They updated... Their, they're in the second week of content now, so they've opened up a new single-player story map, which is cool. Um, So I'm still kind of rocking that. But I've been playing a lot of Borderlands 3 since that came out on, on Friday. And I... You must be loving Claptrap. I, f- I fucking hate Claptrap so much. <laughs> I know he's the worst, tra- isn't he? <laughs> no. No,
0: you're all wrong. He's actually... No, no. He's the best NPC in the Borderlands universe.
2: <laughs> he's actually... He's actually not horrendous in, like... He's he's always had good jokes and stuff, but just I just can't stand the sound of his voice. Um, it it's like a piercing high voice. Yeah, but actually, I'm I'm quite liking his little uh his little character story in in Borderlands three. Yeah. Um, without going into too much detail, it's just really funny and kind of endearing. So that's kind of cool. Um, he's always been endearing. I don't <laughs> know, but... <laughs> Uh, and I think probably my favorite thing about him so far is that in the very first mission you do, he has, he asks you to go get him a new antenna and you can just kind of like, there's like five different things that you pick up. And at any point in the game, you can just change what his antenna is. So I think that's cool right now. It's an umbrella. I like it.
0: That's what I made his as well when I did the preview.
2: (laughs) So yeah, uh, yeah, been playing a lot of Borderlands Three, and I don't know if my if I'll have a review up by the time this goes out, probably not. But uh, right now, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's good fun. It's just more Borderlands, which is what people wanted, I guess. Nice. Um, and other than that, I've also been playing a game called I'm gonna assume it's pronounced Mutation, um, but I. Uh, I can't remember, Zach. I know you, you sent this to me and asked me if I was interested, but I can't remember if I maybe had mentioned it prior or if this was the first time that I was seeing it because it looked familiar. Uh,
1: maybe you'd seen it before, but yeah. I'd never heard of it. Like, I'd never seen it on anyone's review list, yeah. you know,
2: from what I can remember. But um, but yeah, it's uh, just for context, it's like a, a hand painted. I don't want to say point and click, but like point and click styled kind of indie narrative game uh, about a girl named Kai who goes to visit her dying granddad on an island that just happens to be populated by mutants. Um, it's very, it's very, very different and very cool. It's uh, like really dialogue and story heavy, but in a way that like really sort of grabbed me straight away. Like all of the, the character development, the dialogue is is really, really well done um and then in between talking to people you get to grow little little gardens to make them happy which is very cool um so yeah uh again i that that i should have a review up by the time that we put this up um i don't know what i'm going to score it yet but it should be fairly high i'm like really really loving it
1: who's it done by somebody uh
2: i think they're called like degut fabric i don't know where they're from um Eastern Europe, somewhere. Or a Danish. Danish. Developer. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. It's the first first thing I've played of theirs, as far as I'm aware, and uh, it's it's yeah, shockingly good. I like it. Cool. Uh, myself. What
1: have I been playing?
0: What have you been playing? Zach? What have yeah? What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Nobody ever asked. Um, a lot.
1: You. <laughs> I played uh last night. I played a couple of hours of Greedfall. Uh, a couple more hours. Are you liking it? Yeah, I actually am. Uh, it's good. You I sound mean, surprised. Got, uh, well, a little in, bit. In, in little Zach's bit. words, hopefully, it's not too shit. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I'm not really uh, a huge RPG fan. Right. Uh, like I am. Like I like a lot of the ideas and the stories and stuff. in like, like in The Witcher, I just don't like how long they are because mm. I can never really find the time to sort of. Um, yeah, go uh, play through it, but yeah, this one I've only I'm still I've probably been playing for maybe three, three three and a half hours in total, and I'm still on, on the main island yet. I haven't even set sail for the for the um uh tier for D the island that you meant to where the game's basically set. I've, I've been doing all these side quests and um other missions before I leave, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's definitely got a lot of euro jank, which I love, <laughs> so um. Voice acting seems pretty good. Lip syncing's pretty off. Uh, but it looks nice. The world's pretty cool. Um, so I'm keen to sort of play a bit more of that. Uh, I haven't really seen any major issues um, running on Xbox One X yet either. There's been a couple of um, stags and stuff, but nothing. I thought maybe there'd be a little bit more. Uh, but, you know, that's pretty cool so far. And I think that's pretty much it it apart from the other the review game i've been playing i think yeah that's yeah that's it uh all right so so we'll get into that we'll start talking about the games that we've been reviewing uh i'll go first very quickly because i'm not going to have a lot to say yet but i've been playing or should say reviewing a game called Man 1998 it's by i think an italian uh, i think they're italian developer called invader studios um let me just double check that actually and they yeah so they're an italian studio and they were basically the team that uh cat might remember that were doing the fan-made resident evil 2 project the one that came out in january not that one Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, i guess capcom's a fan of resident evil yeah. <laughs> i must, I I think'm I may have already spoken about this qu- before but yeah so they were basically the team that, that was doing uh the fan made remake um and then Capcom were like hey you know we're gonna make our own game can you just quietly you know put this down um and then from I guess from that uh became daien 1998 and it is the embargo drops tonight which is uh Tuesday the 17th about 11 o'clock and I Thought it was tomorrow, so I'm not going to have a review up on embargo. But um, it is basically still a fan remake of Resident Evil Two. <laughs> um, it's yeah. If you if you liked Resident Evil Two, it's like a budget uh, remake of the remake kind of thing. Uh, but it's it's pretty cool. Um, there are some uh, not issues with it, but I guess it depends on how nostalgic you want to be, because it does have, it's got all that cringeworthy writing, and you know, the awful voice acting, and um, so if you really want to relive the past um, you know, that's all there, but on the flip side you can think that, okay, they probably could have improved this and not made it pretty shit uh, because the the writing is pretty terrible, Uh, but basically the story is um, and it's kind of confusing without spoiling it, but you go into a research facility uh, where there's been an outbreak and um, you're it, it's almost like you're playing Operation Raccoon City, that spin-off game, and Resident Evil 2. Uh, so you, you're sort of part of this uh, special military group, I guess you could call them. Uh, I think they're called, they're called Hades, and I can't remember what it stands for. Um, yeah, and you basically you play as a soldier, like a hunk, kind of kind of guy, and you go in, and yeah, you've got to basically extract the virus, I think, from memory. But, the, but anyway, but that's only like the first part of the story, because so that was in the preview that I played. Uh, but yeah, so I thought that was kind of the story, and the whole thing w- would take place in this research facility. But that, that's not the case at all. Um, you sort of leave the research. Facility and uh, something goes down, and then you sort of play. You actually play as another character, um, a, I don't know what you call it, just like a civilian guy who, who's in like a firewatch tower who forgets his meds and then has to drive home because he's pretty fucked up. Um, yeah, and then shit's gone down in, in back at his home, and then yeah, it all sort of goes from there. But uh, yeah, no, it's if you like Resident Evil 2, it's it's Almost identical. Nice. In a lot of ways. There's um a little uh spoiler but not a spoiler. So you know the how the crows break through the window in um Evil One? I think all oh, right no, or is it two? Yeah, it's in the police station. Is it or is it in the number one? Apart Isn't now, it? I can't remember. Dogs in number one? Yeah, well, it was dogs in and then they break through the police station windows in two. Right. I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm not a <laughs> big fan of Resident Evil anyway I, uh, say, I can't like,
0: remember any Crows into
1: <laughs> like that sort of thing um happens in in this game like there's a lot of stuff like that but in terms of how it looks like it's it's not like um fixed fixed camera it's behind the shoulder and stuff and I do remember reading that um when Capcom sort of shut this project down they offered some people from the company to come and actually uh, I guess you'd say be like Consultants, almost, or give give feedback on their on their take on how they want to do to do the remake, which is pretty cool. And nice. there's a couple little things that you that you sort of notice, um, uh, in this one that uh, identical to the remake as well. So how the the locks are like like I know it's only small, but in Re two, how they have that style of that three digit lock that's on mm. like the desk and stuff. The one in this game, it's like pretty much I. Identical, so like I, I, wonder if it came from these guys or if it was a like if that was a Capcom kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, nice. Uh, it's pretty cool. I would definitely recommend it to anyone who enjoyed the new RE Two remake. Uh, Gameplay is pretty cool. It's actually pretty creepy as well. There's some, um, some moments that I was sort of getting a bit hot because I was like, oh fuck, is there going to be somebody you know around the corner here? Because yeah, like they've done like a, a really good job with the soundtrack and stuff. But, Yeah, and anyway, I'll. Leave it there, and we'll move on to the next one. I have not actually given it a score yet, but I'd probably be saying it sits on about seven point five at the moment, if I had to guess it right Sick. right now. Cool. Uh, yeah. So Jordan, you might be keen on that. Haven't seen that you've played um, uh, the two remake. Oh, Did you play finish Kieran? all my
2: other playthroughs of two? <laughs> I um, I started playing it, but I didn't finish it because I'm terrible. Huh. Disgusting.
0: Um, wait, wait, is this the first time where I haven't disappointed Zach and you have?
2: Oh, it wouldn't be the first time, mate. <laughs> oh, believe me, I always disappoint Zach. <laughs> I haven't right. played it
3: either,
2: guys. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Wow. Did you actually, how
1: much How much of it did you play? <laughs>
3: um, Whatever the media played in the, in the oh. hands-on before it, that's what I played.
1: <laughs> wow. So since it's come out, you haven't really played anything, really?
3: <laughs> um, I just can't. Stand zombie games it just really terrifies me so i don't know what it is but i think i'm getting over it a little bit so i might wean myself into playing it
1: well i definitely recommend daymare 1998 for you then it's perfect oh god help probably not <laughs> no <Nah. laughs> probably not uh, alright so who wants to go next Jordan you know, maybe, maybe give a, a quick breakdown on Gears 5 and maybe give some comparisons to Kieran's review different Kieran KS yeah. shout out to KS yeah
0: easier. so uh, I actually started the campaign by myself I uh, got about halfway through but then I ended up redoing it co-op with my two other friends uh, and it's a pretty actually no it's it's an excellent campaign it's not the best story it's a good story but it's told really well and just various things like the facial animation the voice acting uh even just the way the world is like designed and you know how well it runs and the amount of detail they managed should put into the game it really just communicates everything that the coalition wants to communicate and it does it so effectively that it just it I'll honestly put it as potentially my game of the year it was a surprise Ooh. hit for me damn it's- yeah, it even is really good. Well, I mean, Sekiro even, even was more than Monster Hunter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, even things like the open world sections, which are very—it's kind of like a mix between Metro open world and God of War open world, where um, you know the open world areas are short and succinct in the design, but they have enough for you to explore and reward you handsomely for that exploration, without kind of breaking the balance of the game. Uh, there are ways to break it which I, fi- I figured out but um and then outside of the campaign that my only issue with the campaign is it ends on another cliffhanger um my there are the multiplayer modes so there's four-player horde mode it used to be five in gears four i, I guess the numbers reversed um there's three-player escape mode which the way that works is uh You basically start off at the beginning inside a hive, and you only have your pistol. And it's really cool, because you kind of have to scavenge for all your weapons and everything, and it's really, really cool. And the whole point of it is to grind your characters up and up, so you can start doing the high-difficulty escape missions. And there's a main hive, which goes in rotation every week. Uh, So that is really well designed. I haven't actually tried the main multiplayer yet, just because... I'm not much of a PvP person outside of Siege, because I get to troll people in that. Um, And Horde is... uh, The changes that came to Horde, to like ultimate and passive abilities, uh, the power tap points, uh, even just, you know, the bigger variety in bosses and them actually being pointed out, it, it flows a lot better than Horde used to. And because of the way it's designed, instead of you just hunkering down in one spot, it makes you move around more, which is, you know, it equates to a much more fun and memorable experience.
1: Nice. So, what did you think of Jordan... Uh, Jordan Kieran's review? Uh,
0: I thought it was pretty much everything he talks about is what I think about the game, really. Um, I was actually talking with him a lot while he was playing it, just because uh, we actually uh, played Small a few support. games of Escape together. That. Um, yeah, so we we discussed it at length, and yeah, it's it's yeah. I I I would honestly probably put it as my game of the year.
1: It's just so good. So for the, for those who haven't read our review, um, we gave, uh Kieran gave it a nine point five out of ten. He also quite enjoyed it based on that score.
0: Yeah, <sighs> I guess I need to play this game. You you do actually. <sighs> I'll be happy to play it with you. Actually, the way the campaign works is it's kind of like a... Uh, did any of you play the co-op for Dead Space 3? Yes. Suck. I, I know I know Kat is a big fan of a horror games, so she might have. I, <laughs> I actually did play Dead
3: Space.
2: I, I played Dead Space 3, but I never played the co-op because I, at the time okay, I didn't so have what any friends.
0: So the campaign for Dead Space 3 was kind of shit, but the cool thing about the co-op was uh, because uh, the main character... Uh, Isaac Clarke was having all these, like, hallucinations and was going mad, if you played the other character, you'd see him having the hallucinations, but you wouldn't see what he was seeing so you kind of just saw him going mad in front of you, and that was a really cool dynamic that is the kind of dynamic that Gears 5 puts forth except you don't have to do co-op to do it. You can choose to not play as Kate, the main character. So you just see her going mad and then you kind of question what she sees. Mm. And it really brings an interesting dynamic to some of the more key plot points in the character drama that's put
1: forth in the campaign. That's cool. I like so that. It's sort of like um, how we were talking about Man of Medan with um, yeah, Dylan the other week, how, yeah, like one person, he was like, oh, shit, did you see that? And you're like, nah. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah, similar to that. Yeah,
1: very nice. Uh, all right, so now let's talk to that game's important, so we won't we 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 won't discuss that. <laughs> um, all right, we'll discuss it. Uh, so, Jordan, you've been playing a game you've been pretty keen for for a long yes, time. I have. I've Called actually. Yeah, the Legend so... of Link, Zelda's Awakening.
0: <laughs> the Legend of Link. Oh, I love that game. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I've been playing the Link's Awakening remake and I've actually never played Link's Awakening before. I've always wanted to. And I was actually going to play it and then when this got announced, it's like, I'll just wait for it. Um, nice. And I've, I really, really enjoyed it. it I, I love Zelda design just cause it's, uh, it's a level of design that a lot of games just don't reach anymore where it's more about absorbing and interacting with the world uh, more so than looking at quest markers. Uh, so you know, uh, you have to interact with a lot of the NPCs in the in the in the game, uh, and you know a lot of the later stage or even some of just the key progression points, uh, they're put behind subtle little things in the world. So like reading a book that's in the library that you can knock down, or um, you know. Just or getting a specific item to make a person sneeze, stuff like that. It's just it hints at all this stuff really well to the point where it's not uh, a tedious or obscure kind of progression point. So it just flows really nicely. Uh, my only really bad point about the game was in handheld; it kind of runs like junk. I've
2: been hearing a lot but about have a lot about that.
0: Yeah, it's I don't know why it feels like they kind of decided to do the rendering in chunks, but they put too much detail in it. So when it tries to load and unload new chunks, it just kind of drops the frames to like 24 FPS. So, you know, if you want that real cinematic experience. But, <laughs> um, but even in uh, but even in uh, one of the last dungeons, there's so much volumetric fog that in like every second uh, tile, the frame rate just can't keep up with the 60 it's trying to adhere to. So, it just drops back down to 30. That's
2: whack.
0: Yeah, yeah it is. That's, that's, the it's part, not a very
2: Nintendo thing either to have like no, performance Nintendo's issues been, like that.
0: Yeah. and I, I find it weird because the general rule of thumb with frame rates is, you know, the more frames you render, the more power you use. Mm. And trying to hit 60 in handheld is a really weird thing to go for because it makes the battery drain faster. Yeah, that's why they got
2: those new batteries. Faster. Yeah. You got to so you got to invest right. in a new console if you want to play Link's Awakening.
0: Or I could just keep my thing plugged in while I play yeah, like I did. Uh, nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, uh outside of the loading frame rate, it's mostly 60 frames a second, which is kind of nice seeing as most console games that, you know, run on significantly powerful, more powerful uh, specs don't run that well. But yeah, it's uh I was pretty happy with it, and the uh, I think there was an ad- the addition they made to it was, the I forgot what it's called, but you basically just make your own custom dungeons. Yeah, that looks That's cool. That's fun. It um it it's kind of bare bones in the way it's uh put into the game. It almost feels like they're testing the waters for a Mario Maker kind of thing, for, for Zelda dungeons, which would be awesome. Don't say that.
2: No, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be
0: about that for weeks now. <laughs> That's all I've been thinking about since I've been playing <laughs> the game. <laughs> you can suffer with me, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's all really good.
1: If you had to, um, because yeah, the review should will go up. Is it the morning of this? What well, I always forget when the embargo is it'll go Thursday, ten a.m. Yeah, Thursday. Okay, yeah, so this will be out the day after. It uh, you haven't have you given it a score yet?
0: No, I haven't, but I'd probably give it a, probably an 8. It'd nice. go higher, but the the technical front is kind of shocking.
1: Nice. Kat, have you played any Zelda games?
3: Um, I've got <coughs> um, Breath of the Wild on my Switch, and I think I've maybe a quarter of the way through, and um, I definitely, definitely played um, Zelda Ocarina of Time when I was like Eight or nine. Like it was
1: something my dad and I played
3: together. Nice. But um, I have very good memories of Zelda.
1: I have never played a Zelda game. But you I... have played a Pokemon game. I have played a Pokemon game. Finished, I've, I've even finished a Pokemon game. I know.
3: Pokemon Go? Or... <laughs> no.
1: What yeah. was it? It was
0: Pokemon...
1: <laughs> was it Red? Which one? Yeah, one of those first ones. Yeah, I it think... was first gen. Yeah, and I was awesome. I'll dominate... Everybody. Um, very cool. Nice. Uh, Kieran, you're pretty keen for Link's Awakening, yeah? Uh
2: yeah, relatively keen. I did I actually played okay. it on the Game Boy back in the day. Um, nice. but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff to play at the moment, so I might not I might not get around to it. Are you going to check it out,
1: Kat? Pardon? Are you going to check out Link's Awakening or um.
3: No, just check. because i'm really enjoying playing everything on pc so
1: mm. Switching uh, well,
3: back over to i nice...
0: mean if you play with the switch docked it'll stay 60 if the frame rates what you're worried about
3: <laughs> no nah, it's just like i don't know the controls and yeah
2: that's fair. just being an
3: elitist you know wow whatever
2: you can play what more, fucking? I, I, people I... say
3: about pc games what do they say um about it i don't know
2: that's shit <laughs> <laughs> no, you know
3: how they're like, uh, It's the whatever platform. What is it? The Master Race. That's the one. Ah. Oh. <laughs> uh, you
2: idiots. can play Remedy games. You can play Alan's Awakening.
3: <laughs> Quantum Alan.
2: Oh, I would play that. Quantum Link. Alan's Break. <laughs> Alan's Break. It's just like in between the games. He's just like killing. <laughs> Coffee break. He's just having a smoke. <laughs>
1: Smoko. Oh yeah, imagine like a tradie version of Alan Wake. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Amazing.
2: Alan's break would be it'd be a long game then. Yeah. Just fifteen Smokos.
1: In the in the first hour. Um Alright.
2: <laughs> Hope no tradies will listen to the podcast. <laughs> also this week, uh
1: yeah, actually, today, even Today. Uh, uh, jo- Jordan, you went and played The Outer Wilds.
0: Yes, or mm-hmm. as... You know what? Why don't you pronounce this, Kieran? Because you wrote it.
2: <laughs> no.
0: Yes, do it's it. It's not
2: even The Outer Wilds. <laughs>
1: oh, come on. That's the compound and you know it. Die
2: Wil Wilden. The Outer Wilden.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I, uh, I trekked out to play The Outer Wilds, which is why Stop I was soaked and cold. Um,
1: What's
2: it called? The Outer Worlds.
1: Is it called The Outer Worlds? Yeah. Yes. I call it The Outer Worlds, didn't I? That's the other game.
0: Yeah, The Outer Wilds is <laughs> a very different
1: game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you to uh, Kosh Media here for sending us to play The The game that we Outer Outer definitely remembered the name of.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: well, um. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So, how long did you get to play for? Uh, it was about uh, an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Cool. Uh, what? Have you seen much of it before you went to the thing? To I the saw a
0: little bit, but it was one of those things where I tried to not look at it too much because I'm very easily overhyped. Uh, so you really? know, I, I just <laughs> kind of tempered my expectations. I mean, have you read my Fallout Four review? <laughs> I was very overhyped.
1: Yeah, but um, I read your um your middle gear. Five
0: one. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It was my first time. Actually it, it was. I know. That was your first <laughs> review. That was yep. my first Something review, not bad, <laughs> eh? I remember that Cause I, he's like You're like Fuck we got no one to do this Do you want to do it and I was like Okay but I've never you played A Metal Gear like game 158.
1: before yeah, yeah cause Trent wouldn't do it Little bitch <laughs> Shout out to Trent <laughs> 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 That was the angriest shout out I've ever heard uh, Shout out to Trent
4: Aggressive
1: I <laughs> uh, love him Sometimes Sometimes um, <laughs> But back to the
0: topic at hand yeah. yeah so I got You know some time With the outer worlds Um so I got to tr- mess around with the character creator. Uh it I mean it's it's an okay character creator. It's not as good as like my, my baby dark souls or anything, but it's Or Greetful. I uh, how is the character creator for Greedful?
1: Didn't we did we talk about that last week? Did we? I can I remember. made myself. When I edit the podcast, it's all a blur to me.
4: <sighs>
1: well I've seen you the video of how
0: glorious Oh, that's I look. right, yeah, you made yourself, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, no. It's uh, it's basically working off of a lot of uh, presets. Did you each. make me? Basically, is my question.
1: Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah. So after I got through the intro part, they uh gave us the save files to load ahead into. So I was a bit further into the game. So I got to actually like explore the proper area, the proper world of Monarch, because I believe there's three worlds that you go to, or at least that's what the last promo trailer they showed was? I think,
2: the, I think they said there was, like, two main ones and then some, like, little fringe worlds and stuff. Yeah, s- something like that. But, yeah, so I got to
1: explore Monarch, I think it's called. Um, Can I jump in very quickly? No. For two reasons. No. No. Shout out to Monarch, because they're in Quantum Break. But the actual question I was going to say mm-hmm. is, um, what is the Outer World. World's... worlds? What is it actually about? Like, what's what's the story?
0: Uh, that is a bit harder for me to get a grasp on. Okay. Because uh, t- to, to put you into perspective, uh, your character starts off in this ship that's just been left in space and they've been in cryostasis the entire time. Uh, and oh, then, so it's like No Man's Sky. <laughs> sure. Um, and then you get <laughs> picked up by some dude. I forgot his name. Um, and then he shoots you off into the planet and the guy you're supposed to meet up with ends up standing right where you're landing so you squash him. Um. What? Like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The story's pretty...
3: It's like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, and then, uh, I didn't get to play much of the intro after that. There were more... The the, right. the intro part that I played was more just then making sure that I understood how the game played and everything so I wouldn't approach it yeah. wrong in the, you know, actual save file. But, uh... I got to explore the world. Kieran, I don't know if you back backing on this, but the atmosphere felt very much like Fallout meets No Man's Sky, especially with the music.
2: 100%.
0: Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. it's very calm, naturally, until you hit combat encounters. Uh, and the art is very, it's, it's very bright, almost. Which is, it's nice. Yeah. It's really it's nice. It's nice
2: and, like, it's lush and colorful. And yeah, for sure. Kind of, like, abstract a little bit in, like, that No man Like, you're right, that No man Sky kind of abstract way where, like, yeah. their vision of alien planets was just to grab random shit and throw it on there.
0: Yeah, it, and it's... But it works. Yeah, it works. Uh, it, it, it is really fun. Uh, The shooting mechanics are definitely better than Fallout. The uh, RPG mechanics are better than Fallout. It's first uh, person, yeah? Yeah, it is first-person.
2: Yeah, it's better than Fallout.
0: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's the first good Fallout game since New Vegas. Um, <laughs> and I'll even say that in spite of my Fallout 4 review. But, uh, yeah, so I didn't get to play too much of it, but I did get some footage, which was nice. Uh, but from what I played, uh, the the actual, like, the world is really interesting. So all the passing dialogue, all the characters you made, it's all... It's all really well done. Uh, they have their own version of the VAT system. I
2: can't remember what it is. Do you remember what it's called, Kieran? Um, no. I don't know if it has a specific name because the developers were just calling it whatever. Uh, whatever. It
0: had a name <laughs> when I played it. I just can't so remember. <laughs> so it's called whatever.
2: Whatever. <laughs> yeah. The whatever system.
0: But yeah, so uh, it's a little better than the VAT system because you, when you highlight or well, when you aim, because it doesn't let you automatically highlight parts, it just slows down time. Um, so when you aim at different parts of an enemy, it'll show you so what kind like of damage theory. you'll do. So, you know, you can main the enemy, or you can cripple them, or you can stun them, blind them, even weaken them. So, you know, the combat is definitely more in-depth than the Fallout games. Uh, but yeah, so it is pretty good. I am... Very much looking forward to its review.
1: Review its release in October. <laughs> and that's a um <clears throat> epic store. No, ex- is. exclusive. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes.
2: No. Jordan, you have to... can? Oh, no, you go. You go. Ah, oh, I was just going to say, Jordan, did you pick up any um any phobias in your time with the game? No. Any? Uh... <laughs> wow. Okay.
0: <laughs> really. No, I kind of just got lost exploring the world
2: and then fighting random marauders. So no flaws? Mm, Nope. Damn. My character got like three different phobias while I was playing. Oh, right. I thought you meant like you got a Not in real life. Okay.
0: No, 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 no. My phobias in real life have nothing to do with the game. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I thought
1: it was super savage when you were just like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Awkward. Um, Kat, are you in- interested in the adult... Outer... Wild. Wilds? you going to say Wilds I'm, again? I'm not about anything. I'm going to is... <laughs> change this document because it says the Outer wilden. and I look at it and I go, Outer Wilds. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm changing it. Thanks w- for changing it. to still the weird.
2: The <laughs> 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 Outer wilden. I don't really
3: know anything about it.
2: Yeah, neither am I. To
3: be honest. Wow. Um... So was...
2: Do your research before you come on the podcast. Yeah, geez. I mean, you had. Oh my
3: god, I was asked like five minutes beforehand. Actually, that's a lie. It was a lot longer than that. But...
1: To be fair, it was like 40 minutes. Yeah. It's not even an hour.
3: I read the document when I came into the Discord. Yeah, we all did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: Uh, I can't win. Um, I can't win. Do. I actually had a question and now I've completely forgotten. That's right. Um, I'll just say yes The art style Remind me is the, is the art style similar to like Borderlands Or is it
0: Kind not? of I'd say yeah You could say it's similar to Borderlands But I think it generally It it feels a lot more reminiscent of No Man's Sky art style Especially with the way The lighting colours and everything They're mm. very No Man's Sky
1: Cool Alright So All right, uh, Joy Kieran, sorry. Did you want to mm. talk a bit more about Borderlands or Mutizen, or whatever it's called? Uh, or... nah. Nah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, now that you've played a bit more of Borderlands 3, yeah. Is it the best one in the series?
2: Uh, yeah. It is. I think, like, it's. Like, I think. Th- that's actually part of my, uh, I guess, my little closing statement of my review. So, spoiler alert if you okay. haven't read the review. Uh, but, but, yeah, it's, it's the best Borderlands game that they've made so far. Uh, and whether or not that's a good thing is just up to whoever is going to play yeah. it, I guess.
0: Yeah, from what I'm reading, it's one of those things where if you only wanted more Borderlands and nothing else, it's the perfect game. Otherwise, yeah. if you wanted it to adapt and evolve a bit more, yeah, it's not for you.
2: So yeah, that's it. I feel like that's like that's a that's a line that they had to sort of decide to be on one side or the other yeah, of. It's like do sure. we do we innovate and risk alienating Borderlands fans, or do we please Borderlands fans and then market the shit out of the game so some other people buy it too? I have heard though, on the technical front, it is a bit of a disaster. <laughs> if you yeah, if you you can't play Co-op on console, it doesn't work. Really? Like, straight up, if you open a menu, it shits itself. I've heard that. So that must be why they did that controlled... The PC, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so, you know, follow-up to last week's topic, that's why. Because it sucks on console.
1: So, Kat, as a huge Borderlands fan, have you you got number three yet?
3: No, not yet. It's going to be on my next Game Pass game.
1: Is it coming to Game Pass?
0: Maybe oh, not. not. on PC. No,
3: because it's on Epic store. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that was a fail idea on <laughs> my part. Um,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. I'll just get it on Game Pass.
3: <laughs> uh, don't worry about it, I'll be fine. Um yeah, I haven't played. Big again. fan, obviously. Uh well it's because I thought it was Game Pass. <laughs> so I was gonna play Gears first.
1: Um, are you? Have you read many of the, <laughs> the reviews?
3: No, I'm staying away from them. Okay. So
2: nice. So we should talk yeah, more about it. So Sorry can... to tell you the end of mine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's. I just want to like see if I enjoy it for myself. So
2: that's a good
1: idea. Yeah. Jeff, have... I normally
3: would read reviews though.
1: Question without notice. Do you ever? It's probably a obvious question, but do you ever read reviews and they either? Um, dampen your excitement for a game or they extend it or, or do you just go, you know what, I'm just going to play it and see what I think.
3: I'll normally play it anyway but I do like to see what other people think about games and, you know, mm. like why they criticise a game or why they praise a game because it would sure. be completely different for what for the reasons that I do.
1: Mm. Kieran? Has there I, um, been a time where you've gone, oh, yeah, I'm keen for that, and then you've seen reviews and gone, mm, Yeah, so, nah. like,
2: there, there'll be games that I'm, like, super, super keen for and will just play and probably even ignore reviews until i play played it myself. Mm. Then there are games that, like, you know, I'll look at it and be like, that sounds like something I would like, but I'm not... I don't know about this developer or their pedigree or, you know, I don't know about this, so I'll read reviews and sometimes it'll be like, yeah, nah, just avoid that. Yeah. Um, And then... There'll be other times where I'm like, oh, that looks shit, but maybe I'll read a review and I might actually pick it up. Cause it's, and that's like, when you know, he reads glowing. your review, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I read That's when I read Zach's reviews. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's definitely shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. Sick
1: burner. Um Cool. Let's move on to our... Nice. Like, well, Another topic. Uh, wait, hang on, Jordan. Do you ever get hyped and non hyped?
0: Uh, I actually got a little disinterested on a little game called Borderlands 3 because of the reviews.
2: Uh, wow. Yeah. Even yeah, after playing it. Even mustn't after have, playing it. I um, must read IGNs.
0: <laughs> 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 but no, it's it's just one of those things where it's I'm fine with the fact that it's just more Borderlands and nothing else, but I have just other games that I'd rather play in the meantime, and then I can pick it up whenever because it's not going anywhere. Yeah, once it's free on Game Pass. <laughs> 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 but yeah um, I'm trying to think of what else there would have been because there have definitely Troll been and I that
1: would have like you'd you'd, you'd been like I've, I've, Man, I've I was this a, and then seen the reviews, yeah. and then you would like,
0: I, I was hyped oh, yeah. for that game and then reading your review I was like fuck this is so good yeah it's a cat's favorite game Oh, yeah, sure. She's <laughs> playing it instead of Borderlands
1: Three because it's on Game Pass. She's playing it now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry, I was really distracted by playing Troll and
1: I. <laughs> Don't blame me. What a game! That's see, that's a game that you should co-op with with Ned.
3: Mm, I'm not going to put him through that.
0: <laughs> but it'll be a test of uh, your bond.
1: It, that's actually a very good point. <laughs> If, more of those who play Troll, troll together Troll together Troll and I together Those who play Troll together Roll together <laughs> <laughs> Look if you can make it through Troll and I You can make it through anything That's what I've always say. That's well, a good that's motto what I've eh? say.
0: <laughs> I should make that my uh, my bio on Tinder if we, can, if we can play Troll and I together We can
1: make it through anything
2: That's what I've oh always said <laughs> Hmm
1: all right. Uh, so we'll talk uh, very briefly about Death Stranding a little bit, because <clears throat> there was the Tokyo game show uh, trailer and gameplay which came out mm. last week. I think it was right as the podcast finished or a day after. Um, so, how many of what? How many have have you guys have watched the full forty-ish minutes? I I skimmed through it. Yeah, I skim, skim yeah, skimmed. Yeah, skimmed. Yeah, I
0: think so. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie uh, i was but... skimming through it because i was like i'll just skip until something interesting happens and then the
2: video ended and our uh, <laughs> our main topic for the podcast this week something that none of us actually <laughs> paid attention to <laughs> <laughs> okay well did you watch the um the trailer the one where
1: they th- yes the briefing trailer no, I actually didn't watch that no. I've decided oh, didn't that watch
2: I, it. I've decided that I don't want to watch anymore Because Kojima's being uh, too open About it now okay. I'm like I liked it when it was mysterious Now I'm like I fucking... Yeah
3: no, no He's gonna come in And just fuck your shit up Yeah That's what it is He wants you to watch the trailers Put you in this Nice little safe Space <laughs> <laughs> and then Matt the, nah, You're all screwed When the game comes out See down. I would
0: actually I would love for Kojima To do the twist Where he's been showing us A different game The entire yeah, time And then like two weeks before He goes Oh by Hills. the way That's just a side project <laughs> that, actually, Oh my god <laughs> Imagine
3: if it was Silent Hills though. That would be huge actually That would I be I would cry
1: Oh, That would be massive But also that would Fucking hell Such a Kojima thing to do um, Alright So from what you've seen What do you think I think
0: gamers in general are going to hate it. You reckon? Because it's not combat focused. Yeah. It's not what? It's not combat focused. It's,
3: oh, okay,
0: yeah.
1: It's something.
3: That's fair enough. It's I, toy.
0: from...
2: It's, sorry, you go, uh, I was
0: going to say, it's basically just postman PAP, but with Norman Reedus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love that.
3: Oh my gosh. See? Safe space. You're in a safe space. Oh, stuck,
2: mad post-apocalypse, Pat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think, Karen? Because you're probably uh, well. I, I thought you'd be the keenest of the four.
2: I am. I'm very. I'm very keen. I do like Kojima when he's being super weird, and this is him being really fucking super weird. Um, the only the only concern I have from just from watching like the little bits and pieces that I did of that gameplay trailer and maybe it's just thinking about actually trying to fit this game into my life, but um there's just so much to it. Like almost too much from the looks mm. of it. There's so many, so many different gameplay elements, which is great, but I'm just like this looks overwhelming as fuck. Uh do you um understand what's going on a
1: bit more?
0: Um, yeah, like... That, no, 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 that is a lie, because not even Kojima
2: understands what's going on. <laughs> yeah, he He, said he that. ain't even got any idea what's going
3: on.
2: There's, yeah, this, like, I, I kind of get the, the gist of it, but, again, like, I'm trying to avoid seeing too much now, yeah. because I, I feel like I've, I'm have i starting to unpack it too much, and I'm, I'm not going to be surprised enough when I play it, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It just looks, it looks different enough that I don't think I, I could possibly hate it. Okay. Or not enjoy it. So,
1: Jordan, did you watch the briefing trailer? No, I watched the gameplay. Okay. Uh, Kat, what did you think of that trailer?
3: Um, it's given a little bit more story element to hmm. all the other pieces that they've put out as a part of their PRB. But I just don't know. It wasn't relevant to me. If that makes sense, like I kind of just was like, oh, what's the point of this? Yeah. Because everything else they've kind of brought together, you know, the babies and, and...
1: The bridge babies.
3: Yeah, the bridge baby and all these other elements and then this and I was just like, this is a trailer? This is what you're going to give us at Tokyo Game Show? <laughs> so maybe to me I didn't unpack it, so I don't know.
1: Um, it made things make a little bit more sense from when I saw it, but I still don't really have any clue what's going yeah. on. Um, and it's sort of, yeah, like, sort of like what Kieran's saying. It's, well, yeah, it's it feels like it's complicated. Like there's too much going on. Um,
2: I,
3: I feel like the story's not going to be super complicated. Yeah. But maybe all the the gameplay elements and you know whatever their replacements are using for combat Mm. you know in place of combat might be a little bit convoluted
1: no i sort of mean like you know you got these people that exist and then you got this and you got that and it's not so much yeah not the overarching premise but just the everything sort of connected like Mm. what's every piece mean well, I, I still haven't put that puzzle. My, very my like, question, oh
0: yeah, me neither. My question for that, and I think it'd probably be best directed at Kieran, is: Do you reckon with all the like overarching mechanics and stuff like that, do you reckon it'll be one of those things where it plonks you into it, and those mechanics are there, or it eases you into it?
2: Uh, ooh. I'd I'd like to think that it's it'll it'll start just at, like it'll be an additive thing over time, but. I guess it depends on where uh, where the story starts as well. Like if Sam's like in the middle of his shit when it begins, or if it like if he's in the middle of a delivery. (laughs) He's like just (laughs) turned up. Yeah. (laughs) This would be
1: a great um, like a uh, not probably like a meme, but like a good joke if it was if it turned out to be some like massive um, ad for like. Amazon or something. Amazon Prime or something. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> what? No, like, That'd it, be so amazing. It, even like at the end of the world, Amazon Prime is still
2: here or whatever, some, yeah, something yeah. like that. Amazon they're Prime, like if we still have to... They're here
3: to deliver, you know, yeah. deliver your package. If we
2: have to deliver travel to the underworld to get to you, we fucking will. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's good. I really like the babies the bridge babies. Yeah, the babies creep me I out. I thought they enough, were though. at like when when they was first showing the game off, I thought the babies were going to be really disposable, like they'd be your lives, like if you have a baby and you die it's fine because mm. it'll just grow and be you again. But obviously mm. that's no, obviously that, that's them. not what's happening. Like he's got the same baby the whole time and it gives you like social media likes and stuff. I like that.
3: What? It gives you social media? Yeah, likes. you can yeah. like play
2: music to it and chill out and it gives you more likes oh, and okay. shit. That's so
3: weird.
2: Yeah. I can't wait to get um, my um my replica Bridge Baby in my collector's edition.
1: Wait oh, in our months. That's
2: <laughs> um
1: Are you gonna play music to it? Yeah. Nice. Um so you're okay, so you're you're a fan of Kajima's style?
2: Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm. I am. Jordan?
0: Uh I'm a fan of watching his approach, but nine times out of ten I'm not the biggest fan of it in practice,
2: like actually playing mm. it. In saying that, though, Love Zone of the Enders. That's yeah. That's something that's a sticky, like a hard thing with Kojima is that, like, his kind of just like raw approach to just making what he wants to make is really kind of it's impressive, but it doesn't always make for a a good game to like, like gameplay wise, and it because he doesn't care if you like playing it or not.
0: See, and that's what worries me with all the mechanics for the game because... Yeah, if, that's, if that's, that's why that's in, my one concern. If, if they bring them in too quickly, they become overbearing and it's a very fine line to walk and it's something that always impressed me with Rise of the Tomb Raider, how they added all these more, all, all these mechanics to make the gameplay more varied and interesting without overbearing the player and it becoming too convoluted. Mm. And I'm just worried that Death Stranding will be, you know, not be able to walk on the line as well as something like Tomb Raider. Albeit they're very differently designed games, but it's like that kind of approach that you have to be careful
1: with. Yeah. Do <clears throat> Kat, what do you think of Kojima's style?
3: Um, I'm only very new to his his, you know, gameplay style and artistic direction and narrative, and I think I don't know. I'm I'm very curious because. I think maybe Silent Hill, 15 years ago, was the only Kojima game I played. If did it he do him. the original though? I think... No, he did like Silent Hill 2, I think. On PS2. Not the first one, if I remember rightly. But, um, yeah, so obviously things have changed since then, but... Yeah, I'm really curious to see. I really want to know what the story is, so I'm keen. I'm keen to play it and see what it looks like, and um, hopefully, it's got some really cool, you know, um, I know some really cool story.
1: Nice. Um, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, I, I love the uh, the first Metal Gear, um, Metal Gear Solid. That is, but um, I think as <clears throat> the bigger those sort of that series became, um, and sort of the bigger uh, he sort of became, I think he's sort of gone a bit up his own ass a bit in terms of his style, um, and I think it's yeah, it, it's it's getting a little bit much for me. What did that um, got
0: pointed out to me with him, sorry Tim Throat, but mm-hmm. with the Metal Gear okay. Solid series is um, was it Metal Gear Solid Two that had the twist at the end where you're riding or whatever? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We like... So one thing that got pointed out to me is like he really loved that moment in Metal Gear Solid that he kept trying to get it again, and it just didn't work as well.
1: Yeah, mean in his in his next games.
0: Yeah, and then it, yeah. it feels like he's only been able to really capitalize on that weird kind of thing with Death Stranding because he just doesn't have the same rules to it here by in terms of the world.
2: Yeah
1: it's just more that it's just like like to me it just comes across as a bit wanky um it's, just yeah like i mean it feels like i'm about to play like if quentin tarantino made a game i feel like it, it, i feel yeah. like it'd be a kojima game um, i think i think
2: i think the industry needs people like that yeah like
1: it's a spectacle i just yeah but it just goes i just i don't know there's just <laughs> there's just something about it that i just don't like I I think it's more actually. I think it's less him, and it's more the people that that he that he walks on. Yeah, you know, and he could fart, and a hundred people come and try and get a sniff of it. You know, Um, that's how I think it it feels like. I think that's sort of like that. Isn't didn't he do that with Metal Gear Solid Five? Yeah, it's that sort of thing which kind of shits me off the most. It's Mm. like you know, this guy can make the dumbest thing ever. And people go, like, that's fucking genius. So he's, like the, Steve, he's
2: the Steve Jobs of the
1: gaming industry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I
3: take back everything I said about Kojima and Silent Hill.
0: Yeah, he hasn't worked on it. I don't think he did
3: either. I was just like, wait, why did, why did I think that? But no, okay, so I haven't played any Kojima games except for the P- except for PT.
1: God. I love PT. I, that's probably his worst one. Shut up. What? Kieran and I have already already had this huge, huge debate.
3: (laughs) A masturbate?
1: Didn't we? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's like wanking. Didn't we even um, talk about this like the other week? Yeah, I think we did. Last week? Yeah. We were talking about the
2: the thing with the mod.
1: Yeah. Cool idea. Crap fucking gameplay. Anyway, um, Death Stranding looks okay. Look, I'm probably going to buy it because yeah. of, because the well, that's not oh, surprising
0: Dixon. you buy every game and then it sits on your
1: shelf damn right and then <laughs> next year next year i'm going to pledge it <laughs> and then i have to platinum Elex again fuck <laughs> that that'll probably be like a rolling pledge i mean a rolling punishment i'm never going to finish that game <laughs> uh, all right cool let's just cool we'll quickly jump into some community answers on uh, Death Stranding, because I did throw it up, up in our Well Paid Community, which you can find on Facebook, the Well Paid Community, if you want to get involved. <clears throat> uh, so basically, I just asked what people thought of um, Death Stranding and if they were overhyped, or sorry, yeah, if, if they were overhyped, or um, or is it going to be another Kojima masterpiece? Uh, who, who we got here? Cameron Robinson, shout out to Cameron Robinson, our uh, number one New Zealand fan. He says it's overhyped, Kojima wank
0: very wow. eloquently put what's that he, he, he put it very eloquently he did uh, i don't then, even
3: know what there is to overhype about it though
0: the baby cuz it's cuz it's a kojima <laughs> game people just go oh the, this is going to be the delivery amazing. mechanics i i will say the one thing i really did like was how you could actually plot your course like each turn and everything that was cool
1: so it's sort of like um package tracking that's exactly. It. Maybe it is just an advertisement for Amazon. <laughs> there you go, uh, Ryan Betson. Shout out to Ryan Betson from uh, the Pop C. Uh, he says Kojima needs to sharp about it. He needs to just make the damn game and make sure he doesn't release another game that needs to get delayed. And then Daniel Bull agreed with that. Um, I think he. Uh, I also think he needs to explain it properly or not at all. Don't just give us little dri- little dribbles here and there. <laughs> Uh, what does Little Rixiga got to say? He says he was cautiously, cautiously optimistic on it before the TGS. What's t- oh, t- Tokyo Game Show. I like, was like, what the fuck's TGS. Um, t- Tokyo Game Show demo. Now I understand its premise, design, and loop mechanics. Loop and loop and mechanics more. He's excited. Lucky Robo shout big. Lucky Robo. He says he's been ex- excited since day one. Uh, and Cat Quinn says that I think. It'll suffer from overhype simply because it's going to be a great game. Maybe even a masterpiece for a niche audience, but an average at best game for a broader audience. But that's what Kojima does best with his weird shit.
3: Mm.
1: Nice. Yeah, I agree with
3: that. Shout out, Cat. Cool.
1: Shout out, Cat. Okay. Good what
3: job, Brad. I thought you said, Shut up, Cat. <laughs> like, oh,
1: okay. Shut up, Cat. <laughs> oh, you did that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. All right, let's move on to some news. Jordan, I think you write that you can maybe take over these because I haven't read any of them. Yeah, these Uh, are all (laughs) there. Yeah, they were. I was busy and I didn't put any. Uh, Well, the
0: first one was just an interesting thing that popped up on my Twitter feed. It was the fact that Borderlands the pre sequel was Irrational's last game and not actually Bioshock Infinite. So, you know, I'm pretty sure Cat here is the biggest fan of the pre
1: sequel. (sighs) Oh. And of Bioshock, too. I do like Bioshock. How shit is the pre
2: sequel?
3: <laughs> I really can't stand the
2: so pre sequel. Especially because Claptrap's She's one of the main characters. <laughs> no,
3: that's not why. I think it's actually the oxygen mechanic. Yeah. Where you have to, like. It's. Oh, that just. See. It's got too just much get going sick on. sick of floating around.
0: Down. Yeah, I'll agree yeah. with all that, but the pre sequel's the best for one reason the fact that one of the characters melees is a bitch slap.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, that's okay
2: oh it's great did you guys did you you guys ever like read this like when that game came out read the stories about like uh how they like made the moon basically australia like because everyone had like
3: actually i was talking with someone about it the other day because
2: everyone had like australian accents and stuff and like the i don't know how much truth there is like i assume there's a lot of truth because it's not that far-fetched but the story back then was that like while uh 2k what city were they in canberra Canberra? um while they were making the game they were obviously just using their own voices for placeholder voice acting and stuff and when they sent a demo to overseas to 2k they were like hey we really like what you've done with making everyone on on the moon australian like that's a really great touch yeah like keep at it and they're like oh okay Cool.
0: Why? Well, because no, they'll try to do like they'll try to do American accents. And yeah. They're like, we love yeah. how you made it so Australian. And they're like, but we tried to do American. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they will try
2: Yeah. Oh. I thought that was cute. That's probably my favorite thing about that game. Is
0: uh, that story? Yeah. So this this article we have here, which was uh, posted by VG247, um, they just go on to talk about how Irrationals downward spiral towards their closure after Bioshock Infinite. And how, they, how 2K Australia, which was based in Canberra, was actually a branch of Irrational. And then what happened was it got renamed, but it was still Irrational at heart. And so uh, the resources for the pre-sequel got shifted onto them. And so they developed the game, and then it's just been paraded under the 2K banner, even though it's actually Irrational. Well, So it, it's an interesting read. Damn. All the best Borderlands game. Shut up. <laughs> and then we'll move on to the next one, which is more Borderlands stuff. Um, according to you know, good old Randy Pitchford, best best
2: guy. Um, Definitely the most honest honest person in the industry, so you can take this far, At face yeah. value.
0: Remember, Borderlands Three doesn't have microtransactions. <laughs>
4: <clears throat>
0: but uh, so he went on like the other day to talk about how Borderlands Three's PC sales are uh, double that of Borderlands 2, which is a very, very misleading statement to make because it was always going to be bigger than Borderlands 2 because just the audience is wider. And it, it it's just... It's a it's a cherry-picked statement to kind of be like a band-aid solution to how upset people are about the game being an Epic exclusive. Um, amidst the other problems that that platform brought with it for uh the PC version like <clears throat> lost saves. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guarantee the sales would have been significantly higher if it wasn't just an Epic
2: exclusive though. Do you think that uh the, the secret in what he's saying is that Borderlands 3 has sold twice as many copies on the Epic store as Borderlands 2 did on the Epic store seven years ago?
0: <laughs> well two times zero is still zero. Yeah exactly. So I guess it hasn't sold at all, or, or, or the PC reports are all fake, <laughs> the fake news. Um, yeah, moving on moving to the next one. So, you guys might know this person. His name is Shuhei Yoshida. Never heard of him. Okay, well then I'll no. skip on
2: to the next one. He's never interacted with Well Played.
0: <laughs> he's the direct. He's the director of Um Troll and I. Yeah? He is yes. And they actually they modelled the eye part of of him.
2: It's the eye at the end of the word Shuhei. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's that but, it's the exact eye.
0: but yeah he's the ceo of playstation isn't he?
1: yeah no he's the is he no he's not ceo that's um that was kaz harai who's oh no wait maybe he did become yeah, that i feel like he's after kaz, president kaz quit president. president um yeah so yeah. he
0: was just going to talk about how ghost of Tsushima is super pretty and i will quote this because kieran pointed this out and it's a funny quote Ghost of Tsushima is also great. I'm overwhelmed by graphics. When I play with it, it is so beautiful that my hands stop. There are many scenes that make Japanese scenery 1.2 times more beautiful.
3: 1.2 times?
2: Yeah. It's a very measured what? 20 20% increase in beauty. <laughs> compared to real-life Japan. It's really yeah. not that much more beautiful then, is
3: it? I think based on well, the
2: first part of that quote, I think he's just having a stroke. <laughs> Or maybe he stopped
0: having one. Or maybe he stopped. <laughs> 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 wow. But yeah. Uh, that's <sighs> all there is really. I'm still keen for Ghost of Sushima, because you know, it it'll make Japanese scenery look one point two times more beautiful. Yeah.
2: That's what you want. I yeah. don't even
3: need to go to Japan. Now. I know.
2: I've, exactly. Yeah. You go to Japan now, you're like, well this could be at least twenty percent better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well at least I know where to go when I need that extra twenty percent.
2: Where's
1: that? Sashima. Well, yeah, yeah. there you
0: go. <laughs> case, case solved. Uh, until the next, on to the next one. So, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the <sighs> beta, went on the weekend, uh, and one of the more controversial changes was the fact that they were removing the mini map for PvP. Uh, that lasted about two days because Call of Duty players were so upset about about the fact that they can't rely on a ui element to be good at a game that uh is it infinity ward they uh retracted that and the minimap got added back in the middle of the beta
2: they did that so quickly that i i feel like they just had like a reinstate minimap button ready to go well, no, it wouldn't it have been no, that like, Let's hard. i us how
3: many piss babies have a cry about yeah. it. Uh, that's what the buttons I,
0: are. I, I really feel like they were originally building the game to have the minimap. And then they realized that you can design a game so much better without UI elements
2: like that. So they got rid of it.
0: Yeah. But mm. it was just
2: easier to turn it back on. Mm. Yeah. Funny story I played that, the Modern Warfare beta and I wasn't shit at it. Which is. Is that because like... the, the minimap was there? No. The... <laughs> You had no minimap. <laughs> no minimap. No, this is a, yeah. This was a huge shock to me. Well, wow, So
0: maybe that that's your issue in these games because other players are like a minimap. They to get long. the drop on you.
2: Yeah, that's it. That's because I always just run around constantly shooting, so I show up on the map. Yeah, I, I think that <laughs> I think
0: that was the biggest thing that people were upset about. They couldn't run around mindlessly shooting anything in this site. Yeah, fair. But we move on to the next <clears throat> one. Uh, so. The ESA, I forgot what ESA stands for. Is it Entertainment Software Association or something?
2: That was pretty... I'm, that sounds close enough. I
3: think that's what it is.
2: Uh, Something like that. Uh,
1: no, no not... European
2: Space Agency. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I just Endangered <laughs> Species Act. I could just hear everyone Googling the wrong answer to that just there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Entertainment, Next. software, software association. agency. It's yeah. association. No. No, association. Let's go with European association. Association. Space so was well, That was my first guess, wasn't
2: it? No, nah, you said yeah. agent. Oh, no. You, uh, no you, I, I don't know. You know what? I'll find out when I edit yes. this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, this didn't get pointed out until Kat joined uh, the chat before the podcast started. That they've been trying to... Uh, they wanted to pay media for curated coverage, really. More or less. For yeah. E3.
3: I feel like this is very murky territory when you're going to be paying media.
2: I, do, I don't have
3: a problem with hiring influencers and content creators because that's in the contract that there's guidelines and expectations and deliverables. But when you're going to be paying media in a partnership for for content where you're basically controlling the deliverables for for an outlet that should be, you know, very. Uh, non-bias when it comes to this kind of stuff Mm. or or delivering the truth you know, it's kind of very questionable Mm. what the motives behind that is
0: I find it very interesting they've done this especially seeing how earlier in the year G2A got absolutely hammered for trying to uh, have non-disclosed sponsored articles
1: in favour of G2A but what what would they be trying to control? I I'm...
3: think it, it says here that, um, you know, it's potentially as a, um, it says here to effort to make good and retain interest in an event that continues to slide towards in- irrelevance. Right. So, you know, the, yeah. the, what, over a thousand people's details were leaked Yeah, um, it's, it's on definitely, their website.
2: Definitely seems like damage control of some degree.
3: Yeah. It's like, hey, we'll give you money, but we're going to control the content. But it's to say sorry for us screwing you over last year.
2: Yeah, it's... but I'm I'm
1: just wondering, like, what, uh, like, <clears throat> like what an outlet would publish? Like, E3
3: yeah. is
2: great. Like, is that sort of what they would be?
3: Is that what they want?
2: Yeah. Like, I feel uh, like I feel like every year there's more and more articles, especially since they started like allowing public in. Yeah. A lot more media outlets are being like, uh, E3 is kind of shit now. Like, well it's lost yeah. that level of
3: professionalism yeah. which the event was You know, it was for media and it was for publisher partners and media, like marketing and PR teams mm. um, to be able to network and to get hands on with games and for publishers to engage with media directly and I'm assuming that that's just lost all its fizz now because yeah. there's so much focus on making sure consumers aren't having a terrible time
2: yeah
1: Hmm. Oh well. I guess you just have to wait and see what we say about E3 next year. Uh spoiler! It'll be very positive. Yeah, I was going to say. What players' coverage will be glowing. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna write that from my brand new yacht as well. I'd honestly <laughs> rather
3: go to <at> Gamescom than <laughs> to E3.
1: Yeah. Will you, at least, will you allow curator
0: and I to exchange notes from our tidily windowless rooms? No. Okay. <laughs>
1: You can, tell you what, you can share, I'll give you a two ply bit
2: of paper and you can share a ply age. Oh yes.
0: man, this is what it feels like to be rich. I'm
2: going to cut holes in mine, make <laughs> make two half ply pieces. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: And that's a callback to something that was pre-podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: um, all right. Yeah. So the next and the last one here is the, is it N- N- Neo? Neo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Neo 2 open beta is coming in November. Yeah. Which, do you, know, do you remember when the game's coming out? Uh, it, they never gave a release date, but it says
0: oh, okay. it says on the, on the subtitle for this Polygon article, full game due for early 2020 release. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Which, that has me keen, because I quite liked Neo, and a lot of the changes I'm seeing for Neo 2 look really good. I, I actually fell in love with the whole stance system that the first Neo had. That was really interesting. So, more. It was. It, it made the gameplay really good. So, Do, I, you, know. do you
1: think... Um, sorry, excuse me. Um, I think I know the answer to this question, but did you prefer Neo or Sekiro? Sekiro. Sekiro
0: is a lot more of like a curated experience. Okay. Which one was harder? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'd probably say Sekiro.
1: Nice. Sick. Very cool. Um, right. Does anybody have any off-topic discussions they want to add? Has anybody seen any films? Or... I went to a uh, Ubisoft you know,
0: experience books. on the weekend. What's that? I went to Ubisoft experience on the weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah. What was that like? Oh, it was pretty cool. Um, I uh, I spent admittedly a little bit of time in the esports section with uh, Rainbow Six Siege because I love that game. Nice. Um. And then I got to play a little bit more of a uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which is cool. Very cool. Uh, but yeah, it was more just you know it was one of your stock standard uh, expos almost. But they had did they some, have any, um Watch Dogs Three. They did, but the line was too long, so I couldn't be bothered waiting. Same goes yeah, fair, for uh, cool. uh Beyond Good and Evil Two. Um, they had that playable as well. No, not playable. No, neither n- neither of those were playable. They were. Oh. Uh, they were like uh. Cinematic things Yeah Yeah. Um, That was part of why I wasn't bothered Because if it was playable I would have waited in line But if it's like, I'm not going to sit in this
1: massive line To watch a big trailer Yeah, fair um, I'm hoping they got Watch Dogs at at, uh, PAX
3: Yeah, me too Well, with
0: Mm. the release date it has slated You'd hope they'd at least have something playable there Even if it's only like a 20 minute section
3: They usually do yeah. For any of the titles that they have. Like February. March
0: uh, February, March? March. March, I believe. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, they, uh it was, it was cool. Um. Yeah. Ah, uh, not really. It was, was it actually, free. Uh, no. Well, I mean, it was for me, but um, it wasn't it was like free for bucks. everyone else. Yeah, it was like twenty bucks. So it was like twenty five, including admission fees or something. Um. And release date for Watchdogs was sixth March, uh, twenty twenty. Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, last time we went to that place, it was for a metal gig, and so that was considerably more packed. But yeah, it was. It wasn't too bad.
1: Nice. Uh, Kieran, you watched anything? Done anything? Read anything? Listen to anything?
2: Uh, I watched something. What did I watch? Oh, I watched it. That's
1: right. I watched it. It chapter two. Nice Also known as shit chat Also known <laughs> as
2: shit chat poo Oh
3: no, don't say those things
2: Have you seen it Kat? No, not yet, uh, I've been
3: meaning to But it looks uh, like I'm just
0: going to have to Can I just say, cover, oh, I love your idea it.
2: Cover your ears, it's oh, fucking, it's, it's it. fucking
0: wait, wait, it. horrible <laughs> I, I just, I just want to say I love the idea that you can't play horror games But you can
1: watch horror movies
3: Oh I love horror movies <laughs> I can play I can,
1: horror I can games understand if it's that.
3: No zombies
1: do It Chapter 2 is a horror film, though? No. Karen? It's meant to be like a yeah. psychological thriller. No, it's actually... It's a documentary. <laughs> it's a horror ball film. <laughs> uh, I, fa- I actually found that funnier than my laugh <laughs> suggested, but <by> the way. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, right, well, see, like, the more I
2: think about it, yeah, the more I was like... It's mm. just a mess. Just, like... Story threads that went nowhere and then story threads that had no relevance to anyone and like missed opportunities long. for character development. It was too long. There's too many unnecessary scenes. The CGI was horrible. The fucking CGI versions of the kids gave me nightmares. CGI version of the kids? Yeah. Well, like, that means yeah. It, that,
0: that tell, giving you nightmares means it, it wasn't effective. Well, it was, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you
2: mean? You the know, CGI you know like, the you kids? know, Ben, like the bigger kid. And yeah, uh, and one of the other ones as well. Like they did a lot of CGI treatment on them because they didn't look young enough when they went to shoot the, like, uh, oh, flashback right. scenes. Okay. Yeah. So like they look all kinds of weird. I hated Ooh, it. Oh, I mm. hate that. Yeah. Um. um yeah. no. Nah, didn't didn't like it. I was so excited because I loved the first one, but. Oh, mm. well. It happens. Yeah.
1: Kat, what have you watched? Um, so I've actually done,
3: started watching a Netflix series called Unbelievable. So, ah, yeah. yeah. I, don't <laughs> so I don't believe joined. it. You not believe it? So it's about a girl who is sexually assaulted and basically goes and reports to the police. She's re-victimized and then recants her, her statement. Um, mm. So that's the only bit I'm up to at the moment, wow. and she's only, okay. she's so young, and it's based on a true story. So, I actually got quite angry about it last night. So. That
2: sounds like something I would want to watch, but also also couldn't without just yeah like being, being mad. Oh,
3: uh, the the men in this like I know obviously it's told from her perspective, but the you know it's can you can you tell me the story again? Can can you tell me the story again? And Ugh. it's just like there are so many processes in place now where victims don't have to go through that, thank God. So
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, it's just so I, frustrating.
0: I I, uh, I just wanna say that I feel like a piece of shit for saying I don't believe it now because <laughs> I don't know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. I didn't even think of that. Oh my god. You didn't Jordan.
2: know.
3: <laughs> um I'm But to lighten Jordan. things up, I, um, <laughs> I watched Dark Phoenix on the weekend as well. So
1: did we establish what Dark Phoenix was? The
3: genre,
1: I hope Kat knows, she watched X-Men it. X
3: Men movie. Okay, Origin so story. it was the X Men film. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We were uh, talking about pre game and um uh, yeah.
0: No, it's not pre game, it's end game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: but I, I got one genuine it. laugh, I'm happy.
3: I know everybody hated it, but um
2: I, I didn't it. hate it. I haven't seen it either.
3: Um, I've read read her origin story, so, like, the actual comics, and it's probably the closest that an X-Men origin story has gotten, like, uh, Wolverine was pretty good, I guess, but like, like, integrated into the film, if that makes sense, like, Mm. Wolverine was a whole series, so, I, they could have had a better actress for, for Jean, though, so. Is they it
2: Sophie, Sophie Turner? Sophie Turner, yeah.
3: Yeah, she just... Um, I don't think her her skills are there quite yet. Yeah,
2: just because people were in Game of Thrones doesn't mean they can act.
3: Yeah, no, I think she's okay for a TV series, but yeah. for, a, you know, a movie that went to cinemas and had a massive premiere, maybe... I don't know, someone better. Fuck, Hilary Duff would have done just a better
1: job. Do you still do... <laughs> Read a lot of books. Um, okay.
3: Yeah, I'm actually reading one called um, Dream Dreamland at the moment, and mm. it's about the opioid epidemic in the U S. and how heroin started being trafficked into America, and how yeah. um like like black. <laughs> Jordan was, would know about that. <laughs> so Hell yeah! How that started, but then also how like people's addiction to um like prescription medication started and through pain management and then how it like degenerated into heroin addictions in different areas Mm. so it's really interesting but the the Mexican cartel stories are way more interesting than the pharmaceutical stories because that they're like so many of those are crimes of necessity not so much oh I hurt my back and the doctor keeps prescribing me friggin whatever for it so heaps yeah. of these people came from super poor places so it's like wow they've got actual real stories that are so intricate and complex that it's just um yeah it's really cool mm.
1: that hero nice.
3: saved you know their, their villages even so shit yeah
1: do you still do your um your book blog no I gave that Grant up to run thing? a business <laughs> oh, okay fair enough
3: I already have. Oh, just having another Instagram
0: account. No. I can't deal with that. <laughs> Sounds like you
1: need two more. I watched. Uh, I finished season one of Mind Hunter. Oh, fuck yeah. Which I know, that you, I know that you've watched.
3: Yeah, I'm on to season two
1: now. Uh, well, I watched one episode of season one. Yeah. Um, sorry, season two. Uh, I
2: was, didn't you just say. Is it just <laughs> one episode? You said you finished it.
1: Um, I liked it. You like it, yeah? Yeah. It's yeah, good. I think you uh, I think you're actually the one who told me to um, Yeah, I was like you it. have to watch this. Um, so you
3: watched season yeah.
1: 1. Yeah, I've seen season okay, 1. Okay,
3: my favorite part is um, not in the series, but reading people's comments like on Facebook and stuff and how people are saying, "Oh, you know what? I you know, I've got a theory about this this guy with the glasses that's going around mm. robbing people's houses." Uh, it's an alternative universe, and I'm like, motherfucker, this shit happened in real life. Like, do you not have Google? Like, that's BTK. Like, he, yeah, he was caught by the Behavioral Analyst Unit. Like,
1: yeah, it's, you idiot. It's pretty cool how it, how it all all started. Yeah,
3: oh, well, I've read all what the do you think books it... on um, John Douglas and Rob Ressler. So they're the guys that okay. that founded the whole unit, and their books are what so do you... intense.
1: What do you think of the, um, I guess, the the main guy? The young main guy?
3: Um, Holden Ford?
1: Yeah, that's a shocking (laughs) name. I
3: know. I was like, have you been to Australia and, like, research names and shit? (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't do that. Um, He's really interesting. So, his, like, uh, mental breakdown towards the end of the season, like, that happened in real life. So...
1: I figured. Yeah. yeah,
3: and he continues to have like a panic disorder his whole career.
1: Hmm.
3: So, um. um yeah, it's really.
1: Yeah, but do you, do you like his character? Though? Uh,
3: yeah, and I think it's because I've <laughs> read John Douglas's writing that okay. I kind of feel I know him as a person, and then how he's portrayed as a person. So I kind of like how it matches up.
1: Yeah, I was speaking to a couple couple people at work, and yeah, they were like, yeah, not not a fan of his character. Oh,
3: well, they haven't
1: um. yeah. But I can see <laughs> why why they think he'd be a bit annoying or a bit yeah. smug or yeah. But anyway, no, it's good good TV I show. I think he's very neurotypical
3: um. as well, so mm-hmm. that might just be him.
1: Yeah. No, it's very good. Uh, I don't think I've watched anything else. No nah. oh I did listen to here we go. Starset's oh, new God. album. I was waiting for oh, that. You,
0: I did, I'm pretty sure you just wanted this this week of the podcast, just so you listen to that album. <laughs>
1: this should be the entire. We should have just done this right at the start, and this should be the entire podcast. The, the
0: Starcast,
1: oh, best podcast. Ah, uh, yeah. So Star Set, one of my favorite bands. They uh released their new albums last, new albums, like new album last week, and yeah, it's very good. I like it quite a lot. Another band I do like, the Goo Goo Dolls, also released a new album, and it is a big pile of turd. Cool, um, I you that. Sucks. Nice. Oh,
2: well, like the poopoo so, dolls, right? <laughs> pretty much.
1: <laughs> Very much the poo poo dolls. Now they, they they haven't done a good album in like forever, a long time. Very upsetting. Some of the older stuff is some of my favourite music. Anyway, uh, anybody else done anything? Want to say anything? <clears throat> got anything to say? Nah. Cool. Alright, let's wrap it up. Uh, Thank you for listening to episode 19 of the Well Played DLC podcast. Uh, If you want to check out all the cool reviews we've spoken about tonight, you can go to the website and they'll probably be there at some point uh, which is www.well-played.com.au We'll we'll have some other cool stuff in the meantime, maybe. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening and we'll see you all next week. Actually, we won't see you, but we'll you can hear us again next oh, week. I thought you were announcing we are doing a video podcast. Well, we I uh, would if we could. But Kieran's got bad internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, Kieran won't be on the next podcast, but um, will not. we'll find someone to replace him.
2: As if you could do so. that.
1: True. All right. Thank you. latest Bye. Gerald.